in one tradition that I practiced in, in one of the Zen traditions for a while, they had one instruction at the beginning of the sitting, which I offer you now, but listen closely because it doesn't last long. The beginning, the teacher would say, and in this case, 40 minutes, make your mind bright. That's it. Today, the mind, even if you feel dull right now, there will be access to brightness. And I want you to see brightness not as something you're comparing to other kinds of brightness or brightness that it, in the way that it may be valued elsewhere, but a brightness, a quality that can illuminate, can see clearly what is in front of it. And the practice is dedicated to knowing and seeing clearly the nature of how this mind comes together. Because as we see that more clearly, we can be freer within it. We can take it less personally. And it can become a tool of responsiveness and right living. So today is a day for seeing clearly. Seeing clearly does not mean that what arises is always clear. Sometimes the contents of mind is not clear. It is cloudy, it is not distinct, it is not precise immediately to us. But that which sees the contents of mind is bright is clear and our work is to rest and trust that if we keep cultivating this mindfulness, this investigation, this steadying, this calming, this unification, this balance, this energy and this light touch, this will strengthen this capacity to see deeply and look ever more deeply into the mystery of who we think we are and what we think is residing on this cushion and interacts with the world. This brings joy. As somebody said yesterday, there's joy arising even if what I touch is difficult because I'm seeing it. Something in the heart delights when we come closer to seeing more clearly. So today in the meditation, let the qualities that you have cultivated so far, let those refine with your body breathing. Let be illuminated in the heart-mind the end of the out-breath, the middle of the breath the new in-breath as you may practice waiting for it. How does it come about? What happens if I give it attention in this way? If I come up close? Or if I back right off and bring my attention to the periphery of my body? What happens if I 
bow metaphorically with my attention every time a new breath is born in the knowledge that there really is no guarantee we can there really is no guarantee that this will not be our last how would we meet that what kind of interest would we have if we didn't assume continuity and this is what us allows us to be immediate timeless giving up the clocks or the watches today giving up the waiting for a better moment than this one give it up devote ourselves here because you've done a lot of work to get here and the devotion today is at this to this living present this raw unvarnished living present where our capacity to tolerate and discern what arises through awareness gets clearer and wider where we don't have to be taken by everything that presents itself to us this morning have you noticed how things keep presenting themselves how about this you could chew this one over again what about this you want to remember that old issue things present themselves again and again and it's not that there is not healing and there is not some relevance at times for working with that material there is but we're studying the nature of how it all comes together how would it how would it be today to let take your hands off everything that is presented to you you don't have to pick it up this is not a rejection of it this is training the capacity of freedom actually that i am not obliged to pick up everything that presents itself to consciousness as we give up and it's challenging because if we give up weaving the familiar stories we are in the territory of the not knowing that does take courage and it takes us also to recognize the other qualities that are coming to support that capacity So today also at times having your discernment available your investigation available to noticing the presence and absence of the beautiful qualities of awakening that strengthen and develop when we're not um obliged to pick up the hindrances Yes, we will work with the hindrances, of course. But please also notice their absence. Notice, oh, yeah. Yeah, mindfulness is here right now. Let it be that simple. Oh, yes, there's yeah, 
There's investigation. I'm curious. I'm looking at what happens if I walk like this or if I attend like this. Investigation is present. Or when I'm really bored and dull. Actually, investigation is not present right now. <laughs> right? Oh, there's lightness present. There's a kind of joy in the investigation here right now. Joy is present. Right now it feels like a slog and hard work. Joy is not present. Right? Not taking their presence or absence personally, they come about, these factors, due to conditions, and they disappear when the conditions no longer support that. Oh yeah, calm is present right now. Know it. Watch the mind that starts to go, yeah, but it's not that calm, is it? Right? You could be more calm. In fact, you were more calm yesterday. Call this calm. It's not what the Buddha meant when he went calm. Right? And off we go into a spin. No. Can you be that... um, clean and precise. Yes, calm is present. Of course these things can always widen and deepen. Equanimity is present. Balance. I'm not being blown around like right now. Wow, that's interesting. Normally I get really blown around by this thing that arises. Right now my feet are on the ground. I'm not going anywhere. Equanimity is present. So recognizing when they arise today with a kind of quiet ear out for those qualities and bow to them. These deepen and strengthen and build their own momentum for waking up. (coughs) I think the one I forgot was energy. Energy is here when when it's here. Our energy is not here when we're in the sloth and torpor, when we're in the hindrance, and then our work is to recognize the hindrances, right? Okay? That which recognizes the hindrance is not hindered. That bright, attentive seeing that can discern, oh, this is, this is lust. This is aversion. Wow, this is restlessness. This is sleepiness, which as we discovered last night, it's harder to discern, but you'll get, you'll get it. The light can even go on in the midst of that nodding, soporific, seductive unconsciousness. The light can come on again. Oh, this is sleepiness. That which sees the hindrance is already home Our work then is reconnecting with our anchors, our breath, our body. What would it be to take our hands off, leave it alone, not have to resolve it, but look wider on the map of what is presenting in front of me to the areas that don't call so loudly? Sometimes it's not 
that easy. But when it is, let it be. When it is quiet, when it is refined, when there isn't a spin of a story, do not go looking for one. Tolerating more and more the quietitude, the lack of self-referencing. Get the taste for that. Paddle your ankles in that, up to your knees, right to your shoulders. And bathe and discern then the finer. We can see more finely how it is that things start to come together. I want to give a few moments to, yes, when that's not happening, when I'm not refining, when I'm not widening and deepening. Today you also have the possibility of seeing clearly the spin. Again, don't go looking for it, because we are training also the tendency to not have to go and always look for the issue, not having to go and look for the thing to work on the thing to resolve, the thing to fix about me. Tolerating that. But, as we know, within this beautiful space of practice, we can also have the chance to see very clearly the spin. The spin is when, in a moment, a contact has arisen. I haven't necessarily had enough mindfulness in that moment to discern it and release And before I know it, the energy system, the emotional system, the thinking system is in one big washing machine, right? I'm spinning, I'm spinning, and there's a very strong sense of the I who is spinning. When that happens, please know that this is normal, that this is also what we're investigating. In fact, this is what we're investigating, right? It's not wrong. It does not need judgment. Judgment just adds another kind of button press to the spin so the spin can go even faster, right? How do we handle that moment when the spin has spun up and there I am in the middle of the meditation, I'm in the middle of the walking, what to do. When you're in the spin and there's no mindfulness, there's nothing to do. We're in the spin where we could say we're lost or we could say we're just weaving a familiar sense of self right there and then. But that won't keep lasting here. At some point the light will go on or I could say the light is always on but the light will start to illuminate and you'll get a sense, oh, I'm in the spin. Sometimes it's useful to just recognize that much, ah, this is the spin, this is it. It's not anybody's fault. It's actually, when I investigate, it's not me, it's not mine. But it is a way that I've got used to picking things up and having a sense of myself. First thing to recognize, oh, this is the spin. This is a spin. 
that which sees the spin is already home. Can I keep faith with that bright, recognizing seeing that sees the spin and find my anchor, find my breath in the midst of all that energetic turmoil, find my feet stand up if you need to, so let's say you're in here and you're spinning up in lust. Respond. You might want to stand up, open your eyes, recognize, oh, this is the spin. There's a lot of energy. Okay. Let the continuity be with the seeing. Rather than at this point in the retreat, don't try and create another spin of the breath, another spin called meditation where we go, oh, I shouldn't have that. Let me pull myself back to the breath and then we start spinning again. Tight, uncomfortable, not relaxed. Today, Let the continuity be that clear seeing in the midst of the spin. And as we acknowledge the spin, we may acknowledge what hindrance is there. Oh yeah, this is aversion. This is craving, for this is sense desire. This is restlessness when we're picking up every little thing that arises. Ah, this is doubt. Recognizing the hindrance that may be there. Breathing. Coming back to our anchors. Not making ourselves wrong, but also recognizing that when something has spun really fast and furiously, it doesn't just relax in an instant. So we need to keep our feet firmly in the stream firmly facing upstream, not being taken by the currents. We can, like the statue behind me, have our hand reach down and touch the earth. We're looking for anchors that allow us to face the current as the current is allowed to start, like the water down the plug hole, start to spin down down the plug hole, and as it does, we may recognize where it is in our body. Wow, my chest is tight. Wow, my belly is like a knot right now. My legs are really jumpy right now. Wow, there's a fire in the back of my neck. When I'm building that story of my enemy, there's a fire in the back of my neck, breathing recognizing the phenomenological nature of the components of the spin. Sometimes we have an ear when it's not enough to recognize it that much and the spin cycle drops down and we come back, we give it up for now. Sometimes we have an ear out for the tone of the story. It's different than believing the content of the story. The listening ear of Kuan Yin, the listening ear of he or she who hears the cry,
that is intimate but is not defined by that. So what I mean by that is sometimes we hear the flicker. But but he but he didn't and he, he shouldn't and that's not fair. Ah okay. Here's the one who feels hurt. Right? Or we hear another story. Wow. I looked really good at that moment when I was doing that walking yesterday. You know, they must have seen that glow coming off me and right there we are in the glow. The spin of the glow. Can I acknowledge the glow? Come back, see that I might be chewing it over as a present moment little meal for myself to eat. Acknowledge the glow. Oh, here's the one who wants to be seen in their radiance. Breathing out, not shaming him or her. Yes, this too. This too is a being that is arising in that moment. So acknowledge the bitterness, the glowing, the rancor, the hurt, the hate, the lustiness, the restlessness, the hunger, the hunger. Am I going to get, and is it going to be, and what about, and then I can have one of, ah, it's all right. Acknowledge the hunger. Here's the hungry one. We all have a hungry one on some level, physically or spiritually. That which searches for home is somehow hungry. Here's the hungry one. Breathing out, the spin can start to relax. When I'm not feeding it, the real hunger can be satiated. As I keep my feet firmly planted in this timeless, raw, unvarnished, living present, the lights are on. These things can be seen, how they come together and how they dissemble. Sometimes in the dissembling, of those senses of self, the glorious senses of self, the painful senses of self. As they dissemble, sometimes we may feel the little pang of death of, oh, but, but, but what about me? Okay, hearing that cry, that echo in the mind, breathing, keeping faith, with what really satisfies, what really nourishes, what really calls us home. So knowing at what level, not knowing, but discerning what level to work out, sometimes it's enough to say, oh, this is a version. I know where this goes. I've been down that road countless times and we can take our hands right off it. The spin spins down. We can breathe out. 
it's not interesting anymore. We can cultivate a healthy disinterest, a divine disinterest, and have our ears open for that whisper that calls us home. And sometimes we're really, our hands are all tied up and we need to acknowledge that. And we respond and you find your feet in the stream. You're not going anywhere. Discernment, acknowledging the different pieces as they dissemble. As we feel the pain sometimes, feel the over-energized quality or the under-energized quality. When that happens, this is where we work. When it doesn't happen, leave it alone. So these beautiful qualities of awakening can strengthen and deepen, both in the quietitude and in the spin. So let's sit together, let's take our seat for this day of illumination. Letting the instructions go, trusting your capacity to keep this simple. See if you can dare to be simple. And finding your hands, letting them be soft. Even the thought right now, but what am I supposed to do? How am I going to get illuminated? When's it going to be? Can you see that? Oh, okay, there's a restless, hungry soul. It's all right, my love. You can breathe out. Let the belly take up all the room it needs. The weight of the buttocks, relaxed and firm. You're not going anywhere. We make that dedication to ourself. Spine rising out of that seat, upright. Awake and this bright skull. Yes, maybe it feels dull at times, but that's just when the blinds are down. Letting the bones of your skull breathe. The bones of your pelvis breathe.
firmly planted. Sounds of the machine can be known without you going anywhere. And here is this miracle of seeing and sensing your breath. your body, this sacred adventure. Awake. Savoring the alive stillness.
Where is your mind now?
We have a request. Um, if you're sitting on a chair sometimes, and not always, in, when you're not using it, can you vacate it of your equipment so that it can be used by another temporarily and they will then take their stuff off it so you can go back to it. Just so we have the options for our ailing knees and um, bodies. Request also um, a refra about fragrance. Please uh, remember to not use shampoos or even essential oils or moisturize anything that's got any fragrance in it. It's a bit of a renunciation for some of us. Um, but there are some very uh, chemically sensitive souls amongst us. And this would be very kind if you could, even if you think, oh, it's not that smelly. When you've got chemical sensitivity, it, it has a strong effect. So please take care with that in these last couple of days. And I think there's scent-free stuff. Um, is it in the bathrooms? It is, yeah. Great. Um, what's the other announcements? Oh, yeah, of course, if you're mostly using a chair, it's okay to keep it. It's when we're, you know, you're kind of in between. Is that clear enough? Okay, yes. Hmm? Oh, thank you. Yeah, warning about outdoor conditions. The, 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 those of you from this area will know how to handle that, but I don't. So, <laughs> and there also might be some of you as well, so take care. Sounds funny to say, isn't it? But, the, you know, yesterday it's crunchy and easy to walk on. Today it can get icy and slippery. Just take really good care of yourself as you go out. Good opportunity for mindfulness of feet, right? When it's not guaranteed if they're going to land. It's a good place to practice, actually. Um, with regard to one-to-one -one meetings, there will be a, a few more put up this afternoon. Again, priority for people who haven't seen us yet. And tomorrow there will be many slots who haven't had one yet, yes. Sorry, let's get it quite precise. For those who haven't um, had one yet, and tomorrow there will be more opportunities for that. Okay. So in the walking practice today, keep faith with the form. This is really a day, even if you don't feel bright and illuminated, right? this is really a day for seeing whatever there is to see. Put in really put in the groundwork. Let that bear fruit as you walk back and forth. There's the moment of mindfulness, the moment of investigation, the sustaining of investigation, the wholeness, the oneness, the unification, the samadhi, the calm, the equanimity, the energy, the mindfulness. Notice when they're present. Notice when they're absent. When you get spun, stop, handle it. Place your feet firmly on the ground and recognize what's happening. Work with the tools you have. You have everything you need. Breathing, bowing to your um, courage and willingness to look deeply.
The groups will begin in a few minutes' time. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.